pick up any newspaper, watch cable news channels, surf internet news websites. It's all yesterday's news today. You need tomorrow's news today. You need Trends Vision 2020 now with Gerald Salente. Welcome to Trend Vision 2020, your money and your life. I'm Doug Grunther with the publisher of the Trends Journal and world-leading trend forecaster, Gerald Salenti, on our podcast this evening. Mortgage rates sinking, gold glowing. And can you guess the next new flavor of Ben & Jerry's ice cream? <laughs> Gerald, let's get rolling. What happened in the markets today? Well, down over there in Asia, up over there in Europe, mixed here in the States. <clears throat> Oil keeps going down. Gold, boom, bam, up, up, up. And Bitcoin down. NASDAQ drops more than 1% enters correction territory as regulation fears bad at tech stocks. Correction territory means it's down more than 10% from its high. Bear market is down when it's 20%. Tech stocks fell amid reports that the U.S. government is planning to target a host of big companies in the industry with antitrust mm -hmm. and business practice probes, shares of Alphabet, Amazon, Facebook, and Apple all weighed on the market during Monday's session. So this whole thing about Elizabeth Warren over there, who's running for president, and she's talking a lot about this antitrust, it looks like it's starting to happen. Another important thing is that the global markets are slowing down, and as we keep saying, there's more and more talk now that they're going to lower interest rates. The St. Louis Federal Reserve President James Bullard said rate cuts, quote, may be warranted soon. On the gold front, gold's going up because there's fear in the markets. And it's a safe haven. And so, too, people are buying U.S. bonds because they're safe, even though yields are down. And... Now you're seeing these with Trump, just what happened with Mexico last week, saying he's going to put tariffs on them if they don't stop the refugees and immigrants from flooding over the borders. So people are looking for a safe haven asset, and gold is it. And U.S. crude slips to nearly four-month low now. And so, too, Brent crude now is down to $60. We've been talking with $70, $75 a barrel. I want to tell you why, and it's not trade. <laughs> yes, that's part of it that much. India. Expansion slips as spending cools. India's gross domestic product expansion slipped below 6%. They were looking for a 7% rise. China's factory slowdown stirs growth fears. Brazil and Mexico contract. All right, this has nothing to do with a trade war, Brazil and Mexico. United States, factory slump hits hints at trouble ahead. So every headline is a slowdown. Yeah, and by the way, you know how much manufacturing accounts for the United States? Oh. GDP? Only 11%. Hmm. And going back to the tariffs with Trump saying to Mexico, let's suppose the situation was reversed. Let's suppose that year after year, Americans were flooding people into Mexico and South America. Would they want us to stop? Or they say, keep bringing them down. We got economic problems down here, but keep sending down more people. So Mexico 
what you're looking at, the peso tumbled 2.5% and it's, it's getting weak. And again, gold is shining because of these tensions going on. All right. Well, you know, it's interesting because you've been saying for months and no one else was agreeing that mortgage rates were going to go under 4%. Well, guess what? They just did. According to the latest data released by Freddie Mac, the 30-year fixed rate average tumbled to 3.99%. So if folks, you've been reading your Trends Journal, listening to Trend Vision 2020, would have known this six months ago. And they're going to go lower. You're hearing Bullard say it. And by the way, this is very important. It's very important. They better lower interest rates very soon. And they better start lowering them aggressively because the global economy is slowing down and so too is the United States economy. The numbers are showing it and beginning to show it. Now you brought up um, you know, Google, Facebook, antitrust. Interestingly, it may be the only subject where Elizabeth Warren and Donald Trump agree. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah. So that should tell you something. <clears throat> and Google is getting ready for a legal fight as U.S. weighs an antitrust probe. That's right. And the, what it is, the bigs have gotten so big, they've taken over the industries. Here's one for you. Facebook and talks with CFTC, that's the Commodities Future Trading Commission, over the digital coin. Facebook has accelerated its plans to create a digital payments network. They're going to call it Global Coin. So here's what they did. By the way, I never thought Facebook would take off. This is a trend that I got wrong. I thought they were going to go the way of MySpace. I said, who want to waste their time with this stupid crap? But I guess a lot of people. So what they're doing now, they're controlling the media, their, their whole internet world on the social media end. And now what they're doing is they also want to control the payments. So it's their money. Global coin, it's their coin. This is big. And it's going to continue. All right, and I don't see how U.S. banking systems would let that happen. They don't, want, they don't want to be competing with Facebook for currency. It's going to happen, and it's going to continue to happen. All right, well, Ron Paul, someone you, you know, dealt with, um, he is talking Bitcoin up and the U.S. dollar down. He's convinced the dollar will self-destruct and predicts another financial collapse stemming from the announcement the dollar can no longer hold up. At some point, he may be right, but not now. Here, today's Wall Street Journal. Bond investors wager on the dollar. The dollar's at a two-year high. Where are they going to go? Where are they going to go to the Chinese yuan with their $40 trillion debt? Where are they going to go into the eurozone? Where are they, what, what, what currency are they going to get? How about pesos? Down 2%. <laughs> and the Argentinian peso, baba boom, zap. <laughs> or how about that Venezuelan bolivar? You know, so no, so Dr. Paul's right at some point, but not now. Again, gold is it. And again, people are buying, they're waging on the dollar, even though you're getting very, very weak bond yields. They want a safe haven. But a small return is better than no return at all. And that's why they're going right, into it. Exactly. Safe haven. That's, that's the phrase, right? Well, it's not a safe haven to be poor at any rate, but guess what? We know there's the have and the have-nots, but it also applies to the IRS. The statistics show, Gerald, that it's getting worse. The IRS now audits poor Americans at the same rate as the top 1%. It should be like that because this is Slavelandia, <laughs> Slavelandia. All the little people, you'll pay for the highest 
penalty we could put on you. We'll give the big guys all the breaks. None of the banksters will go to jail for stealing your money. None of the people that are killing you with all the poisons they're throwing in everywhere, they'll let you go. But we're going to really knock you down and steal every penny we could get from you. It's the USSA. And again, as part of that trend, uh, every year they keep cutting funds from the IRS, so they, they have less and less auditors, right? Well, which, is, which takes more time, auditing a wealthy person with a <laughs> bank of accountants or some poor person who sends in an automatic return? You got it. Okay. You got it. Welcome. Yeah. So um, let's switch gears and go global. Um, not only do we have war drums going with Iran and Venezuela, um, and throughout the Middle East, but now the U.S. Defense Secretary has issued a military threat against China. Yeah, they just had a meeting, and the Chinese didn't take it very well. By the way, that this is another reason why gold is going up. Uh huh. And this is what this guy Shanahan, the uh, Secretary of Defense, yes, another, the, the another part-time guy, right? Yeah. This is what he said. We know that having the capability to win wars is the best way to deter them. Meaning China. Hey. Got sewn. You haven't won a war since World War II. What best way to win wars, you little clown? Hey, this is fake news. This little jerk off should be sent off the media. They should not be reporting this because that's the best way to deter them, the capability to win wars. You haven't won a war. Spent trillions, killing millions. Loser. Okay. Well, in the Middle East, they recently had a conference among Middle Eastern countries. It was organized by Saudi Arabia, and Qatar oh, yeah. has expressed, they're the only ones, they came out and said, wait a minute, we don't like what happened at this summit. This was basically Saudi Arabia just drumming the, the beat for war against Iran. Right, because Qatar uh, deals with Iran. They yeah, share oil. Yeah. Right. And, and also... We, gotta, we really should respect the great democracy of Saudi Arabia. How many people did they behead last week? You know, what a joke, the kingdom. You know why? You know how the prince became a prince. How's that? A princess kissed the frog and the frog became a prince. Ah, I, I missed that story. Yeah, well, Saudis demand firm Arab stand on Iran. Now, this is their quote. Iran has been supporting terrorism for decades and threatening security and stability with the objective of expanding influence and domination, a matter rejected by international norms and conventions. This is this, this uh, guy representing the Saudis, this King Salman. Now, let's get this straight. It was the Saudis, the Americans, and their coalition of the killing that destroyed Libya. They destroyed Iraq. Syria. Yeah. These are murderous people, and they're blaming Iran. And the other fact is, Iran was invited by the president of Syria, whether you like him or not. America and these other countries are foreign powers intervening in their wars. Well, at this uh, Mecca, you know, this conference in Mecca. Uh, they adopted Washington's policy towards Iran, not one that takes the neighborhoods into consideration, according to the Qatar foreign minister. So we'll keep an eye on that story, most certainly. Then you'll see oil prices spike if this happens. Well, it's uh, no fun and games in the Balkans either, Gerald, because, you know, they had a Balkan spring. And yet from Bosnia to Serbia to, uh, to Albania, it's being reported 
that hundreds of thousands of protesters have been taking to the streets. Doesn't get a lot of news, no. but it should. And Kosovo, there's problems all over. So Bill Clinton and Bernie Sanders did a great job in destroying the country of Yugoslavia. And you know why they did that, by the way. Yugoslavia, when you go back when we were kids and it was all the Soviet Union, Yugoslavia was the only place that was very progressive. Remember the Yugos, the cars they even, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, those crummy cars. And they didn't want to go the capitalist route or join in with the European Union, so they broke them down and destroyed them. All right. Well, uh, we also have um, some major issues going on in Sudan. We've been wa watching that country because protesters have not been afraid to take to the streets. Now, uh, the military has sent out forces to shoot them. Um, videos posted on social media showed bleeding protesters lying on the ground and uniformed men opening fire on yeah. them. Where, where's the outrage? Could you imagine if this happened in Venezuela or it happened in Libya when the Nobel Peace of Crap Prize winner Obama decided to destroy that place? And oh, there's also another important point. Look at the people supporting the Sudan government that's killing these people. That's right, Saudi Arabia. Right and there, what other people right, you right have there in there? Right there in the mix. You got Saudi Arabia, Egypt, and the United Arab Emirates, all yeah, of them supporting the United ones that, that are ones that are talking about Iran. Right. These are the ones, these are the clowns, the, not clowns, sociopaths and psycho, psychopaths that are doing this. And by the way, we've been talking about these Sudan protests and the same thing is going on with Algeria. In the Algeria, yeah. they canceled an election uh, for the new president in July. Yeah, but you know why? Why? Because the people protested that they were just going to put in another flunky, mm -hmm. and they didn't have time for another election. So now they post they postponed it because the people are now 15 weeks out to the streets. Could you imagine in America people taking to the streets for 15 weeks? You're lucky to get them out for one day. And this is what's going on. The people are fighting back. And, but again, the militaries are in control in both these countries. But it's a global slowdown, a global revolution, and there's a lot more coming. And I want to make this clear. Sure. You should consider preparing for the future. I mean this with all my heart. You know, recession's coming. And if you're not prepared for the worst, the worst is going to bring you down. So I'm just mentioning that because right. the data is showing very bad times ahead. All right, well, let's uh, globally go back to the European Union where the Pope now has a, co a political comment. The Pope is cautioning the European Union is losing its influence. I know, he says it's losing its influence in essence as a unified block of political leaders don't reawaken the dreams of its founding fathers. I guess Jesus Christ was one of the founding fathers. What are you doing talking about this? Why don't you worry about your own problems in the Catholic Church? Yeah, instead of getting involved in this. And the other thing is, maybe countries want to maintain their national identity. So again, the Pope should just concentrate on religion instead of politics. All right, well, let's get into some politics because the presidential reality show, of course, has been going on seemingly forever. And uh, the 2020 race is really a tug of war in the Democratic Party between the progressives and the centrists. And as we've been reporting, you know, for months, it was kind of the, the Greens and um, that were having most of the headlines. But now with Joe Biden in the race, the centrists seem to be taking over most of the dialogue. How do you see this tug of war playing out? I don't see any progressives. I really don't. And uh, I, what they call progressive isn't that progressive other than, of course, with... Um, Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. Truly anti-war. Yeah. yeah. And a matter of fact, 
Um, it's, it's, yeah, here, Gillibrand talks about guns and abortion in an hour on Fox. I mean, and then you look at the other issues they're talking about. You know, yes, they're talking about with Elizabeth Warren, that's a big issue, antitrust and free education, those kind of things. But progressive, no, because they're really not talking about a lot of anti-war or uh, other issues that could bring us to a higher level. But I think we'd agree the one strong issue they, they should be focusing on is health care because Americans are concerned about it's that. It's a huge issue, but again, the other issues when we're talking progressive, where is the money being spent slaughtering millions, the trillions being spent slaughtering millions, they're not that progressive. They're taking advantage of situations as I see it. And, and talking about guns, red flag gun laws gained bipartisan support. The gun laws are going to be as effective as the drug war. The hmm. gu war on guns will be that effective. Murderers that want to get their hands on guns with over nearly 400 million guns out there will be able to get all that they want. Just like if you wanted to buy drugs, you could get them. So it's, it's just a lot of BS. And by the way, I also want to make a, something important. I'm going to be at the comic strip live this coming Sunday at 5.30 p.m. That's on 2nd Avenue between 81st and 82nd in New York. And I have one of the most important announcements of my entire career mm -hmm. to make. All right. We'll, we'll touch on that again to, on tomorrow's podcast. Yeah. But we have to end on a high note. Let's get you know, high. What we're talking about is wars and guns and politicians. Let's, talk on a, let's leave on a high note. U.S. retail marijuana sales on pace to rise 35% in 2019. 30 billion by 20 by 2023 and Ben & Jerry's made an announcement Joe. Well, on the first one if everybody reads, reads the Trends Journal we were the first to say this would happen mm. and gave the numbers and they're going to be higher than that Illinois by the way became the 11th state to legalize recreational mar marijuana and Ben & Jerry's to start selling CBD infused ice cream all right as soon as possible they're waiting for the Food and Drug Administration to allow it they don't allow it right now it's currently illegal under the Food and Drug and, and Commerce Act to add CBD or THC to food and to market it as a dietary supplement and that's why we need the National Cannabis Freedom Act so the dumb ocrats and repulsive kins <laughs> don't tell us what to do. Yeah, and we can go from Rocky Road ice cream to Rocky High ice cream. You got it. All right, well, that's all the time we have for this evening, but do join us tomorrow for more Trend Vision 2020. <laughs> <laughs>